It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's get to BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth. Presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network. A 1-2 to Matt Olson. Ground ball to first and gets by Hoskins. The Braves take the lead. Kyle Wright gets in on him. Loop shot. Shadow left center. Falling. Who wants it? Swanson. Oh, baby. Bansby Swanson. What a catch. Hater trying to put away the best comeback team in baseball this season. In the air to right. Soto is there. And this series is even at a game apiece. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you on a Thursday. Time to get into today. A couple great guests we'll have on the show later on. John Daigle, Thor Nystrom as we preview a big weekend in football, both NFL and college this weekend. It's, it's one of the biggest college weekends maybe we've ever seen with big matchups at the top. So we'll get to all that. We have Thursday Night Football tonight, the Commanders and the Bears. The backdrop, now a Daniel Snyder story. Apparently he has dirt on NFL owners, so we've got some drama. Carson Wentz nursing an injury. Uh, this this should be a beautiful disaster tonight. We'll get to that. We can start with some baseball, though, after last night, as we have tie series in the National League. Joe, your Phillies, you're willing them to victory, and for the most part, Zach Wheeler, Zach Wheeler did what he had to do, right? Five shutout innings, only 50 pitches. He was cruising. He hits a batter in the sixth. He walks a batter. And then a ball is hit to first base. It just needs to be caught or at least knocked down. I mean, that play needs to be made. It wasn't. Braves score there, Joe. And uh, the Phillies did not do anything offensively. So we're 1-1. We thought we'd be here. But I feel like the Phillies had a chance halfway through that game to, to really put the hammer down. And they couldn't last night. I thought yesterday was a reminder that playoff baseball is quite different. Uh, it wasn't as much in our face in the wild card games, but it certainly was yesterday. And there's a reason you see these lower K props. Uh, Wheeler going 79 pitches. I was hoping that they were going to put him out there for one more. So if you got the juice number four and a half, you got that. If you played the plus money at five and a half, you missed that. But just watching that last inning, you knew he wasn't going back out there. Uh, Kershaw last night, he was okay, but he was pulled after five innings, 80 pitches. So a lot of these K props that seem very enticing with stud pitchers at four and a half, um, three and a half on some of them. Uh, sometimes not all that it's cracked up to be. I'm not putting it on Wheeler and certainly fair points, putting a couple of guys on base, but that, that two out rally that the Braves had, it was all weak contact. It, the yeah. ball barely left the infield. And Darno, like he, he just, you know, cued it out to center field. Um, there was a grounder. It, it went to Wheeler, and, and he didn't have a play anywhere. It was all weak contact, so I can't put it on them, uh, on him rather. One extra base hit in the entire game, and it came from the Phillies. One extra base hit. I guess that's a little bit of what, what you get with uh, playoff baseball. Some terrific defense on the Braves side. That Austin Riley play uh, up the line. Oh, what an incredible grab with his back to the batter. Uh, it, it was awesome defense. We, we felt the Braves were going to win yesterday. I, I was just hoping 
that I was going to be wrong. So we'd be in a prime spot up 2-0 coming back to Citizens Bank. But uh, yeah, we, we knew that the Braves are going to even things up. And this thing has five games written all over it, doesn't it? It does. It feels like they're going to be in Atlanta on Sunday for a game five. Aaron, so we get a 1-1 series, the Phillies and the Braves. Yeah. We also get 1-1, the Padres. How about the Padres last night? Come and win that mm-hmm. game against Kershaw. That We have a series there, at least. At least it goes four. That one surprised me, guys. I thought the Dodgers were going to win that one. I mean, you guys were right with the Braves. I mean, getting one um, with that one being tied up. But I was I didn't think this one would be tied up. So... I was surprised by that one. The Braves winning five or the Padres winning five, three. His numbers are tight. So it, during our show, it was seven and a half. And then when the game started, the total was six and a half. And it just, you had uh, what? Five homers in the game. Yeah. You had five homers yeah. and it just bare, and it just barely squeaked to the over earlier in the day. Now to the closing line, it went well over the, and uh, we have another series that's tied one, one uh, you guys called it on Freeman. Good job. You and Jake, you said he's going to have a big day, a Homer and a double in the loss. And in the win, Machado with a big day, a Homer and a double. So uh, Kershaw, five innings, three runs. A lot of these, these big name pitchers, just, just okay. It feels like um, we're just past the days of eight, nine innings. For, for your top guys. We're just we're just done with it. They, you have so many fireballers in these bullpens that these coaches are like, you know what? The data says third time through. You know, I'd rather have a guy coming in fresh instead of third at bat against the same pitcher and maybe over the course of their career, they already have 30 real at bats against said pitcher. You know, it's just Get me five, get me six, and then get me the hell out of there. That's why uh, the first five betting has become so enticing for a lot of people. And you mentioned the K-Props. I'm sure it's going to keep happening. They're going to look enticing yeah. to us. But but how long are these pitchers really going to go? These games matter so much. They're not going to let them hang out there in their games. It's amazing. So, Joe, you mentioned the, the numbers. Now we have updated series numbers, obviously, after yep. the two games yesterday. So I'm, neither are surprising. But of the two, it's like, man, that Padres win – it can only do so much to the odds in that series. We're still at Dodgers minus 180, even with a loss yesterday. You're still dancing around that number. The Dodgers still major favorites to win this series. Of course they are. I mean, last night when I looked, before Trey Turner hit his home run, I was thinking about Dodgers on a live line. They were still minus money down in the fourth inning of yeah. the game. It's like, yeah. it's, it's possible to get a great number on them. As far as the other series, Braves are now the favorite again, which makes sense, right? Even though the, the home field goes back to the Phillies, game five would be in Philadelphia. And I'm not sure if the Phillies will be able to use Zach Wheeler again. He's never pitched on three days rest. Now, maybe they asked him to do it on Sunday, but he's never in his career done that. So the Phillies' best pitcher may be now done for the rest of the series. Meanwhile, the Braves will have Freed ready for game five if we get there. I, I don't. I, I understand what you're saying there, but I don't think so. I mean, you you know this team, how they handle all of their pitchers much more than I do, covered on a daily basis. But it's it's all hands on deck. I mean, the season's here. Season's on the line. I think everybody's going to be available. I mean, that would be my well, guess. Yeah, I would think so, but I but I don't know. I mean, it's, just, it's until someone's done it, like, ever, you wonder, like, yeah. would they do it? Would they ask him to do it? Can he do it? But we're at uh, Braves the favorite in this series. Dodgers the favorite. Uh, are you um let, let me ask you about the games that uh, did not happen yesterday and just mm-hmm. where, where those numbers have settled a little bit uh i believe they're actually higher than what we saw do, do you think either of them is too high so the yankees we know they take game one we get game two today 
The Yankees are minus 400 and the Astros are minus 500. Do you think those are fair prices or just a bit outlandish after a 1 0 lead? They feel high. I mean, I'm not that I'm running high. I'm not running to go bet the the Mariners to win this series, but it feels high. I mean, it's not, it's 1 0. It's a best of five. Right. I mean, the the Guardians one is enticing because we thought we kind of played it out this way anyway, right? The Guardians lose game one and still come back and maybe win this series. I think this is a very enticing Guardians number, but man, those are gigantic numbers. I know. By the way, if you if you I wanted know. to parlay, if you wanted to parlay the two teams, the AL teams to come back and win those series, it's eighteen to one, almost nineteen to one on those two. That's I mean that's gigantic yeah. for down at one zero. It's probably yeah, it's not going to happen. No. But it, I, you mentioned the Atlanta number is interesting because exactly twenty four hours ago we were talking about how the Phillies were minus one sixty, Braves take one. And then it's Atlanta minus 160. But in the grand scheme in that series, and I think this is going to be the most competitive one, so we're going to spend the most amount of time on it probably, plus you being in yep. Philly. Um, I, I think it's more of a coin flip. I think that Braves minus 160 number is high and mission accomplished by the Phillies going to Atlanta and splitting. Well, that was the goal, right? And they got it. And they got it in a right. weird way. They, they lost the game. People thought they would have won, won the game, whatever. But they got 1-1. I think they need to win game three. They, I just – they can't lose the yeah. NOLA game. They, they need no. to be up 2-1, give themselves two cracks to win one against the Braves. They're down 2-1. I, I think they'll lose the series. So, it's compelling. Now, we get two AL games today. We think, though, there's pretty bad weather rolling through the east. Um, starting to rain where I am. I'm not sure if the Yankees' Guardians are going to play today. So that could push everything back. We'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll get to some baseball, though, coming up. All right, we got football tonight. We'll get to the Commanders and the Bears game itself, including Carson Wentz playing yeah. through a biceps injury, which should make things even more fun in this game yeah. tonight. But we do have injuries across the NFL right now. That's interesting. So yesterday, um, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald on the injury report with injuries. Um, I mean, foot injuries for both of them, Cup and Donald. You have Aaron Rodgers, no practice, Aaron, with a thumb injury. That that one kind of popped out of nowhere, the Aaron Rodgers one. They said he's going to play, but maybe it explains some of, of why he's not playing great so far this season. Maybe he's a little banged up. So we got some big names. I mean, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Rodgers all in the injury report. Those are, those are gigantic names. I don't know if I'm that worried about the Aaron Rodgers thing, but I guess, you know, maybe. I, I just think his team isn't as talented. I'm not sure. I mean, we saw him play with that foot injury and that toe and kept wondering when it was going to catch up to him last year, yeah. and it never did. So until I see something that makes me feel like this is a big issue, I don't know if I'm going to wor- worry about it too much. Yeah, the um, I just think – this year, unless we get official word, which we do on a few, on a few, especially quarterback, a most impactful position, we'll get to that certainly. Uh, for me, Wednesdays have not been a thing. I, I just, I know people go crazy about it. Okay, it's the first designation that we get of the week. It's, it feels like fifty percent of the time, it's just guys chilling. It's just give a veteran gets a rest day. That's what a lot of these are. So I start to really pay attention when we get to today. Um, so what, where am I going to keep an eye on new Orleans Olave and Michael Thomas did not practice. We know Michael Mm. Thomas has missed games this year, but if you have a cluster injury situation there with the saints, that could be a big deal. Bengals T Higgins. 
if if he's out and it's only Chase and you're taking away that deep threat, that could potentially be big. And a couple of the Bucks receivers, we've addressed how they've been getting healthier and Brady's looking better. Big surprise. But a couple of the receivers did not practice. But but guys like Julio Jones, perfect example. That's a guy that just might have a day. He might have a couple of days. So I start to really hone in on these injury reports. Uh, once we get to today, like this afternoon, un- unless we get a- official word from some of these coaches. Yeah, so the NFL obviously isn't like baseball or basketball with load management or days off, right? There's only one game a week. Yeah. But it has not become what practice is. They load manage these yes. guys in practice. The, the Eagles mm-hmm. don't even put pads on or even shells on on Wednesday. They just walk through every Wednesday now. So they have to, they do a thing. I'm, I'm sure the teams do it. They do like a, a an estimated injury report. Like if we had yeah. practiced, this is what we would have had an injury report looking like. So they're not even mm. like it's. But Micah Parsons is one that yesterday exactly. did not practice. I was gonna just going to bring him up as an exactly. He's a hundred percent playing, but this is just more about getting him rest. Yeah. yeah. So, but there are some big names though. It's it's kind of a. It's Wednesday. We're not making a big deal of it, but there are big names everywhere across NFL injury reports. There are. And in the positive sense, we also heard about some players that missed games last week that they're saying right now they're going to play. Uh, Kyle Pitts in Atlanta. He They expect him to play. Xavier Howard for the Miami Dolphins expected to play. Same thing with Tyreek for the Dolphins. So that those are big. I mean, Tyreek was one of those names that I had circled that I was going to pay close attention to this week. And if they're saying on Wednesday that he's already in, you've got to feel pretty good there. At least uh, maybe not with the quarterback, but good for the, the Dolphins offense in general that, that you have one of the uh, most exclusive playmakers out there. I mean, any, there's nobody faster than the dude, but uh, I just don't know that Skylar Thompson can hit him deep. I don't know either. And that, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, a part of me wants to take the Dolphins in that game, Aaron. I, I, I want to take the Dolphins, but it's it's a second-round quarterback. I was I was researching Skylar Thompson this morning. Like, are we going to have a game from him where everyone's like, "Wow, this guy is good. You get <sighs> one good game out of him." Like, is this the week to, you know, bet on him? But so many unknowns. But really quick, another point about another injury is Jonathan Taylor too. Like, if he is ruled out, yep. and that's a tighter spread in that game, you know, that could that's another one I've got my eye on. Yeah, it's a good one. And the uh, the Jaguars missed a million tackles last week. Gets Pierce, the running back for the Texans. Like Taylor could make a big difference in what probably, like you said, is a low scoring game. So we got a lot of football to get to today. We'll we'll get to the Commanders Bears on the other side. The crazy though, the backdrop, the story that's that dropped this morning. Just I mean, we only have about a minute here, but Dan Snyder, ESPN story this morning that he has dirt on NFL owners, and that's part of the reason that we are sitting here today with him still as the owner. I mean. You knew the Snyder thing disappeared for like six months, right? It was a big story, and then it just went away. I was waiting for something. Joe, yeah. this is this is Dan Snyder. I mean, are you surprised that, that he might be using dirty tactics to stay in power? This is who this guy is, a bad guy. But also, we don't have details because you rarely do with anything with Snyder. But also, shame on those other owners. They're out. Cover your own ass. That's what it is with everything. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't. It's it's ridiculous, but it also doesn't surprise me when the Gruden stuff all went down. You know that they all have dirt on each other, and they're so they're they're rich, but they're also dumb, and they leave paper trails. You got Snyder with private investigators searching Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell. I mean, this is this yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, but, but I believable. mean, you got to keep your en- enemies close too. Like, what a dummy! You don't want to go like make all these other owners mad, like. 
What an idiot. I can't. And I wouldn't cross Goodell if I was him. I, I would not cross <laughs> Goodell. That, that, that feels like a dangerous idea. Bears, commanders, get excited. We'll break the game down next right here on the Beck UL Network. <laughs>